Happy holidays, all you fine folks out there in the hinterlands. As always, it's Rockin' Max, and we're here to drop a quick bit of myth before all you fine folks hit the holiday happy hours on this fine feel-good Friday. Man, that's a lot of Fs right there. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Tis the season of alliteration. Mm-hmm. Glad y'all could join us as we try to get back on track. After our big data loss we went through, thanks for sticking with us. Damn right. And we'd like to reach out to our patrons especially and thank them for their never-ending patience. A big portion of the content we lost was meant for Patreon. So hang on, dear patrons. We're coming. We're going to drop some fun stuff ASAP. All right, Maxi. And now to business. To business. Yes. All right, Rock. What quick bit of myth are we gabbing about today? Today, y'all, we're going to talk about the Lord of Misrule. That sounds pretty foreboding. But I'll posit the question. Where might one find the Lord of Misrule, Rock? Jolly old England, Maxi. He's also known as the Abbot of Unreason in Scotland, and in France, he's known as <laughs> that the sounds like Texas. Abbot of Misgovernment. Or L'Abbe de la Malgruvain. Well said, Maxi. well said. There you go, showing off again. That's how I do. Okay, we've established that the Lord of Misrule is found in Europe. So, who or what exactly is the Lord of Misrule? Well, gang, he's also known as the King of Christmas. Like Santa or St. Nick? No, no, no. Okay, so this guy is chosen by the townsfolk of whatever town or village he lives in. And he's usually a local rapscallion, some rough, uncouth knave. Might he even be a rascal or scoundrel? (laughs) I think that's fair. Okay, so the locals elect or choose this scoundrel to be the King of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Why would they do that? You'd usually want your king of Christmas, I would think, to be wise and generous, yeah? You would, usually. Christmas in the old world was a time of abundance, fellowship, sharing, but also chaos, because winter always brought about uncertainty. Now, another aspect embraced was the shifting of roles, or donning the mantles of another, becoming at least for a time something you weren't. How so? So men would put on women's clothes and vice versa. Master became servant and servant became master. People would put on animal skins to disguise themselves as animals, paint themselves up, all to better enjoy and embrace the festivities the season had to offer. Okay, got it. It's like, we work so hard all year, let's have some much-needed fun and diversion. Mm -hmm. Cutting loose, so to say. Exactly. And the Lord of Misrule's job was to oversee a massive holiday party, often called the Feast of Fools. Kind of like our old parties at the firm, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Could get pretty outlandish. (laughs) Yeah, they were. And, you know, I suppose that's why they chose the local rapscallion as their king or lord of misrule. Because that's the last person you'd want to have any sort of influence under normal circumstances. Yes, sir. Under the eyes of the lord of misrule, old Christmas feast rollicked and roared. Minstrels played, jugglers juggled, tumblers tumbled. And hidden within their beast mass, troops of mummers enacted the ancient place to celebrate life and light. So, as we spoke about on our Christmas Spirits episode... Season one, y'all, go check it out. The celebrations of life, and especially of light, mm-hmm. the return of the sun, was central to so many of the rites and rituals of the Yule season. Well said, Maxie. And y'all know, man, we need all the celebrations of life and light we can get up in this piece right now. For sure. And our listeners out in the hinterland is going to agree with us on that. Yep. We love a good party. How about we finish with the story, though, shall we?
On the feast of Christmas, there was in the king's house, wheresoever he was lodged, a lord of misrule, or master of merry disports. And the like had ye in the house of every noble man of honor, of good worship, were he spiritual or temporal. Amongst the which, the mayor of London, and either of the sheriffs, had there several lords of misrule, ever contending without quarrel or offense, who should make the rarest pastimes to delight the beholders. These lords, beginning their rule on All Hallows' Eve, continued the same till the morrow after the Feast of the Purification, commonly called Candlemas Day. In all which space, there were fine and subtle disguising, masks and mummeries, with playing at cards for counters, nails and points in every house, more for pastimes than for gain. From Survey of London by John Stowe, 1603. I tell you what, they knew how to party in the old country. You would totally be chosen as the Lord of Misrule Rock, <laughs> the ne'er-do-well that you are. Hey, man, I'm not that bad, Maxie. That's the old rock. <laughs> Methinks thou doth protest too mightily. You know, I probably would make a pretty good abbot of unreason, I reckon. Hmm. Gang, thanks for hanging out with us. I believe Rock and I are done with this episode of 5 Minutes of Folklore. Yep, y'all enjoy this episode on the Lord of Misrule. Let us know. We get enough votes, we'll crack the books proper and do an entire pod on the rowdy king of Christmas. Yep. Follow us on all the social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Mm -hmm. We'd love to hear from you. And keep sending us those stories. We love them. The intro and outro music is Avenida Concha Espina by Esteban. Find and follow him at EstebanMusic.com. The best part in the business... Teresa Joy, she good, does all the production and music in our pod. Find and follow her at Violbright on Facebook and Instagram. And y'all feel inclined to support the pod? Find us at Patreon.com or BuyMeACoffee.com. Your support means the world. And by all means, keep sharing our pod, gang. And grant us the boon of that five-star review. Thanks in advance. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, happy holidays. Be good to each other and sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams.